0: W-O-N-C Sports presents the Cardinal Podcast. The podcast for North Central College Athletics with your hosts, Lucas Burris. High drive, deep right center field. That ball is back, 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 and gone. That ball is out of the 6-3. Oh! And Ryan Sartori.
1: Kick out to Pearson who finds Dessenberg in the corner for three.
0: Providing you insight, recaps, and interviews of North Central College Athletics. It's your home for all things NCC sports. It's the Cardinal Podcast. Welcome in to the Cardinal Podcast episode two. dose. What do you want to say, Ryan? Anything? Uh, duet? Is that duet? French? I don't know what French two is, but I'm Louis Spurries and that was Ryan Sartori, yeah, that's oh, you. Okay. Uh, that's, yes, <laughs> yes, we're that's, not ending the show. That's how I usually end the show. That's interesting.
1: I said French. You said French too, and that automatically took my brain to French toast. So I almost introduced <laughs> myself as French toast. And
0: this is my co-host, French <laughs> toast. I'm Lucas Burns. Now, welcome to the Cardinal Podcast. Hello, welcome to episode two. You all enjoyed episode one so much. Thank you for the support so far. We hope. Yeah, we hope well, you enjoyed it. You haven't said anything bad about it yet. I hope. <laughs> I hope it's good. Uh, but welcome. Uh, First and foremost, no interview this week. Uh, Last week, you heard from men's and women's wrestling coach Joe Norton. It's just going to be up to us this week, but we're going to take you through the normal stuff. We'll do our recap of North Central College Sports. We'll do our preview of next week. We'll add a little fun uh, in between, but the normal Cardinal podcast agenda for you today. But welcome to the show. Uh, I hope you're having a good week. I hope everything was good with you. We're excited to be back for episode two of this long-standing podcast. I think that's what you said last week.
1: Yeah, that's what we would like it to be, yeah. right? We'd like it to turn into kind of a legacy, kind of like uh, From the Upper Deck. Yeah, it's going to be. I think that's the point where I am right now, of like, you know, just call it that.
0: If you've called that for long enough, some people just say, oh yeah. Speak it into existence. It's going on forever. LeVar Ball. Uh,
1: I don't I don't prefer the <laughs> LeVar Ball references. That's
0: just like last week you made Right, and I was
1: like, ah. I don't know. Well, what do you say we jump into it? Let's just go right to it. Let's do it. Uh, Women's basketball played three games this week against two of the top teams in the CCIW, and they went one and two. We'll start on Tuesday when they played Illinois Wesleyan, and this was a game that many were shocked to see the final score, the Cardinals prevailing by four points. And this wasn't a game really that Wesleyan played so poorly in that it was like oh of course it makes sense that the cardinals won they played a pretty solid game you know for for the the game they shot 40% from the field 27% from the arc as a team and then uh, 62% from the free throw line the big difference is the cardinals out rebounded the titans 43 to 25 and uh, they 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 did turn the ball over more but The rebounds, the extra possessions, the the Cardinals had them and they were converting at a high rate. They shot 43% from the field, 36% from beyond the arc and 42% at the line. Um, Something to note here was no Paige Dessenberg at all this week. Uh, In the game last Saturday, she went down uh, and banged her knee pretty bad and she was out all week. So uh, starting in place of Paige Dessenberg this game was uh, Ishelle Lewenberg, who I love watching play the game of basketball. Uh, she had five points, excuse me, ten points in this game against Illinois Wesleyan and uh, 11 rebounds for a double-double. She's just somebody who's always around the ball. She, she's always doing, doing something. Um, and, and she's really fun to watch. Also in this game, Becca Foley showed up in a huge way. I believe she dropped in 23 points. And she's been instrumental in the two wins that the Cardinals have had. You think back when they beat Milliken. When Milliken was a ranked team, she had 21, I believe. Uh, And then Foley having 23 against Wesleyan to power the Cardinals uh, to a four-point win. That was huge. Then they played Wheaton. And in this game, they were playing for a really special cause. The Cardinals... Uh, freshman, I think she's a guard, Lainey Walter. Her younger sister, Shoni, has uh, just recently been diagnosed with leukemia. So in honor of her battle that she's currently going through, all members of the Cardinals staff and roster, they all wore pink socks to commemorate that. And that was a pretty cool moment. The Cardinals fought hard in this game. And really what it came down to was down the stretch, the Cardinals just couldn't string the points together it was upsetting to say the least but this is this is a, a top team in the nation this is a top team in the cciw and they put up one hell of a fight allison pearson had 21 points and it was it, it was an all-out all, out, all out, and wow an all-out brawl between the two until that final maybe five minutes of the game and then they went into saturday where again they fought tremendously against wheaton uh, but fighting hard only goes so far in the game of basketball. Mitri Smith didn't miss a shot until, until the fourth quarter. She had 13. Allison Pearson had 13 as well. Isha Lewenberg was flying all over the place. She had 11 points. Um, and the Cardinals lost both of those games to Wheaton. They will now go to the play-in game, which I think will be next Monday. Correct, Lucas? Uh, Tuesday they will play carthage yes carthage it'll be carthage for a play-in game the winner of that game will go on to play wheaton who uh will will host the cciw tournament
0: yeah and we will break down the men's and women's basketball cciw tournaments at the back half of this show but let's jump if you're done with women's basketball let's jump to men's basketball yeah
1: the just one and three on the week to wrap up two and ten on the season They finish ninth out of nine teams in the CCIW, but they do have a shot to make some noise in the postseason with that playing game. Like you said, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah.
0: So let's hop on over to men's basketball. They only played one game this week. Of course, the women had that makeup game on Tuesday. The men elected not to make up that game against Illinois Wesleyan. That was canceled earlier uh, due to snow, actually not even a COVID cancellation. Um, But the men did play Thursday night against Wheaton, the number five ranked team in the nation and they fell to Wheaton, 79-73, to and it was a huge uh, first quarter that propelled Wheaton to, or first half that propelled Wheaton to this victory. They outscored the Cardinals 40-26 to in the first half, and it was a huge quarter, a uh, huge second half by North Central uh, with a 47-39 advantage in the second half, but it just wasn't enough to complete the comeback. And it was big scoring performances from Blaise Meredith and Matt Helwig as they each dropped 22-19, and 19. Meredith with 22, Helwig with 19 to lead the scorers. Uh, Will Clausel also dropped 7 in this game, but it just wasn't enough for this Cardinals team against a very good Wheaton team with the 79-73 wa- loss. So the big news here, however, for men's basketball after their game on Thursday was they were supposed to play Saturday, 7 p.m., senior night, Uh, And that was canceled due to Mm -hmm. COVID-19 protocols, restrictions, whatever you want to, whatever terminology you want to go with there. But they did not play Saturday night. That was canceled middle of the day. And what I can say is they had a shoot around that morning, that basketball team. Um, So they were all raring to go. They got the news that afternoon, whether it's a positive case or it's a, it's some symptoms of anyone on the team, whatever, whatever's happening with the Cardinals program. Um, they wish wishing the best, best of luck with all of that. But their game was canceled um, Saturday night against Wheaton on Senior Night, so the seniors mm-hmm. aren't going to have that opportunity, and that was that was a tough pill to
1: swallow for a lot of a lot of fans, and especially the parents of these seniors. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, there there are uh, like you said, families and friends that came out to to celebrate the the Cardinals' final game in Murner Fieldhouse, final game of most of these guys' careers, and uh, that, it's just really unfortunate that that happened uh, again. Is just a. A stark reminder of the times that we are in, even still now with vaccines and stuff being handed out to uh, common folk like you and I. Um, it it still is affecting people in a tremendous way. Yeah, here's what we're looking at right now. It's um, the men's team was scheduled to play
0: Wheaton Saturday, 7 p.m. That was not postponed but canceled at this point. Um, it was actually announced by Wheaton that that game would be canceled. And then Wheaton also canceled their game, the Mutant Men. They were supposed to play Tuesday against Illinois Wesleyan. They canceled that altogether because they're stuck in COVID protocols because they played the team on Thursday. So the normal testing protocols for that would be if they're Monday, Wednesday, Friday, if they would have tested on Friday. So I would assume that they would have gotten their test results back that afternoon. So that might have been easily a positive case there for them. So then you're looking at protocols from when they practiced Friday, when they played on Thursday, you know, when that contact was in place. So for anyone who got contract traced, they're going to go into a 10-day quarantine. They're going to need a, po- or a negative test to come back. And I don't know what the, pro- the exact protocols are going to be that first, because normally they just send you to the 10-day no matter what.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, and the only way for us to keep you up to date, this is a weekly podcast. So the only way to keep our listeners up to date, make sure you follow W O N C Sports on Twitter. We keep you up to date on all the happenings here with North Central Athletics. I, I also recommend following NC Athletics because th- those are... Usually the guys that have it first, and we facilitate the information from there. So make sure you follow those two accounts as well as uh, this here podcast of ours, and we'll keep you up to date on all the things we possibly can. Uh, anything else on men's basketball, my yeah, friend? Yeah,
0: they're supposed to play Tuesday at Elmhurst. I don't think it's going to
1: happen. That would be the first game yeah. of the tournament. No, that's a, uh, a game a that they game. scheduled. Yeah. Got uh, it. We
0: have not played Elmhurst this year yet, so they're going to play the, each other before the cciw tournament sure um so that is scheduled for tuesday that is still not postponed or canceled on our calendar i do not expect us to play that i expect both programs to be like that's not a good idea sure um but the scheduled game for their cciw tournament is thursday augustana time still be announced uh we'll get more into the cciw tournament later in general with the preview but there's quite a possibility either north central does not play in the cciw tournament it's North Central men or the tournaments move back given the 10 day quarantine window and what's happening in that program. Again, we do not know any confirmations of anything. We just know that there's either a positive case or symptoms in the Cardinal program right. that caused the cancellations for both teams. Yep. And simply put, when that happens, it's a 10 day window. So we will move on from there. We'll come back to mental and women's basketball. Uh, towards the end to preview their tournaments, let's
1: hop on over to volleyball. Sure, yeah. Staying inside the same uh the same competitive arena, right? Murner Fieldhouse, where men's volleyball took on the Carthage Firebirds. Uh this was on the twenty-fourth, and this was a huge matchup. Uh both teams were excited about uh what this could mean for their future this season in the conference. Uh we talked to um, Tyler, Tyler Donovan. Donovan. We yep. talked to our own Tyler Donovan. Look at me not being a, a, a good. Uh, I, I can't remember names, just, yeah. just for the life of me. But regardless, we talked to Tyler last week on From the Upper Deck, and he was saying how big this is for both teams. Uh, unfortunately for our Cardinals, they lost this one in three straight matches. Uh, Carthage winning 25 in, 23 in the first one, 25 21 in the second, and then the third one 25 17. And I caught some of the guys in the elevator, actually, in Newhall uh, on their way back from the game. And I, I, I had seen the score and asked, you know, what happened? And and they said, you know, first game, we felt good. We kind of fell apart a little bit down the stretch. The same thing in game two. We fell apart down the stretch. And then that energy from the second game followed into the, the third game. And uh, just a, a pretty clean sweep there.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Tyler earlier today, and he said the same thing so close in the first two sets 25 23 25 21 just kind of didn't do enough towards the end there and then volleyball same as a lot of sports you lose that first two it's just it's very hard to just have anything going on so that that third set 25 17 it is what it is there but they're the number seven team in the country for a reason right these two are staring down the barrel of a cciw championship against each other uh and they'll play again first each other in mid-march so that's a game to look forward to as well Um, But a tough start to the week for North Central Volleyball.
1: Yeah, but they did recover uh, on the 27th, so I believe that was uh, Saturday, correct? Correct. So that would have been Saturday, and they won handedly over Milliken, a lowly Milliken team that is yet to get a win on this young season for volleyball 25 to 12 in the first set 25 13 in the second and 25 to 12 again in the third a handed a huge victory here for the Cardinals to bounce back from a tough loss against a top opponent Uh, in this match Ben Williams had nine kills and an ace Jake Miller had four kills and two blocks Jeremy Cardenas had four kills two aces and a block and Nathan Jones finished this set this match that's the right word uh, with four kills zero aces and a block to his name as well so the cardinals now sit at four and one for the season their next match is against north park they'll do that on the third of march
0: yeah that volleyball team they got their anger out on saturday they're gonna look to keep the wheels turning this coming weekend they're gonna keep it rolling that bump in the road against uh carthage is nothing for them Uh, as they'll continue on their path to a great season. Let's hop on over to men's and women's track and field. They competed uh, this weekend as well, I believe, on Friday as they competed at home in a duel against Wheaton, and it was a big performance from both teams. Starting on the men's side, they won nine out of the 16 contests against Wheaton to come out with the duel victory. Michael Stanley turned in a best time of 49 0.79 0.79 seconds at the distance Friday and move up to number seven in the NCC NCAA D3 list. Um, so great start for them. And then Stanley also joined Gabe Palmier, Connor Reese and James McGlashan to win the distance melody relay with a time of 10 minutes, 22 seconds and 0.83, which currently stands as the second fastest time among all division three teams this season. So great things from the 12th ranked Cardinals men's track and field team as they picked up the win against uh, Wheaton in the duel. On the women's side, they also defeated Wheaton in a duel, winning 12 of the 14 dual meet events against Wheaton. The 16th-ranked Cardinals women's track and field team had a great performance as well, as Katie Boney turned in a personal best time of 25.86 seconds in the 200-meter dash, posting the fifth-fastest time among NCAA Division three athletes this season and matching the uh, record for the 5th fastest in program history in the indoor 200 meter walsh also won the 400 meter dash with a season best time of 59.20 it was just great things all around for this cardinals women's track and field team as they and the men both beat one duels against wheaton and they will be back in competition this coming uh saturday versus
1: illinois wesleyan on to tennis, and this is probably a great time to preview next week's episode, where we will, where we will have a an interview with the head coach of the men and women's tennis team, Ryan Jump. Yeah, we're looking so forward to talking to Coach Jump. I know he's
0: excited as well. Um, just to have him come on and just talk about the tennis teams, programs that don't get a lot of attention, that's one of the, the foundational pieces of this Cardinal podcast, is giving every team at north central a platform here to come on so we're letting jump come on and talk just the men's and women's tennis teams they're both undefeated on the year we'll get to that yeah and the results as well but he's just going to talk about how he's turned those programs around to almost some national powerhouses at this point well
1: and and you stole my thunder a little bit there partner (laughs) i was going to say the cardinals had an undefeated week they skull bashed wabash uh, in, in their their first match this week, nine to nothing. That was on the twenty sixth. A clean sweep. And in that one, we'll look at the number one doubles where uh, Guillermo Gonzalez and Andy Hinch won eight to one against Wabash Wabash's number one doubles team, Liam Grennan and Reese Long. And then if we look at the number one singles, Liam Grennan for Wabash lost six uh, one in two sets to Javier Suarez of North Central. And also Guillermo Gonzalez picked up uh, a win against Cole Borden in the number two singles, 7-6, 6-2 in two sets. On to the 27th, where the Cardinals went up against Lake Forest. 8-1 was the final score of this team match. And uh, we'll look at, again, number one doubles where uh, Guillermo Gonzalez and Andy Hinch beat Somebody with a very, very, very (laughs) Russian first and last name, Olski. And there is a lot of V's and Y's in that last name. I'm not even going to uh, attempt it. Don't do it. Just go on. But that person had a a teammate named Chase Garber, which is much, much easier to pronounce (laughs) and look at (laughs) compared to this other name. Uh, But in this one, Gonzalez and Hinch won eight to four. Number two doubles, uh, Suarez and Ramon. Villarong won eight to two against Brant Christensen and Jacob Tilton, and then the number one singles that very Russian human being we talked about <laughs> beforehand uh, came out victorious over Javier Suarez in three sets, uh, winning that, winning the second and third sets six to two and ten to six. On to women's tennis. Women's tennis up against Lake Forest as well on the twenty seventh. Number one doubles, Hannah Hoagland and Elena Cathafixe lost their match against Julie Lord and Tyranny Miller, 8-4. We'll look at number one singles where Julie Ford fell to Hannah Hoagland in three sets, 6-4, 6-2, and 4-6. Hoagland, of course, again, emerging victorious out of that. And on to number two singles where Elena Cathafixe won in three sets against MJ Campos, 7-5, four to six, and seven to five. So again, an undefeated week for Cardinals tennis. And we'll get an opportunity to talk with the man in charge of all of it, Ryan Jump, next week. Make sure you tune in to the Cardinal podcast. We'll have that for you uh, next Monday. Yeah, and the men's and women's tennis teams will be back in action this week on
0: Friday. They'll go to Chicago State. Uh, The men's tennis will be at 12.30 p.m., women's tennis at 3 p.m., um. So results for that you can find uh, at NCC Tennis and NCC Women's Tennis. All right on Twitter. So let's hop on. You're over. in your wheelhouse now. Yeah. Men's oh, wrestling. Oh, let me hear. Oh. <laughs> this was huge. They play.
1: Yeah. They uh they wrestled against the number one program in D3 with Wartburg, and they held their own. Yeah. Le- I don't want to get too. Yeah. I don't want to get too excited because we didn't win. Like, uh, we we wrestled. But, but there. But there yes. is something to be said when you are an emerging program, as what North Central has here. Uh, and, and you go up against a, a powerhouse like wartburg and you're able to compete right you know the, the final score was was 23 or 24 to 13, 24, 13 yep. and wartburg won the the team uh the team portion of that meet but that's pretty good from what you were telling me earlier it's like this is this is competition this is close in wrestling yeah so let me dive right into it sure
0: the underlying factors here is what you want to think about Wartburg is the number one team in the country they are multiple national champions teams they have a national champion individually almost every year the north central cardinals men's wrestling team competed with this team this weekend competed hard they got some good coverage on twitter and uh just in general after this of like whoa like 24-13 24 13 winning four out of the
1: ten matches, only giving uh Wartburg six of them. It should be noted too, like good coverage on Twitter for Division Three Sports is what you look for yep. because ESPN's not gonna come knocking on your door. Some of those uh those big networks aren't gonna come knocking and saying, Hey, we need we need tape of this because we wanna show it. So getting that that coverage on Twitter is huge for Division Three. Yeah. So I'm gonna dive right into this. We started out huge,
0: number six in the country. Kiner at 125 versus number seven in the country from North Central, Brad Rosen. It was a 4-2 match going to the final 20 seconds. Rosen got a takedown to tie it up 4-4 and end up losing on riding time versus the number six uh, kid in the country. Those two might end up seeing each other at the national tournament, possibly in a in a semis or a quarters. Um, it was a great match between those two. But that started out the duel uh, for N- North Central, only down three to nothing. Then you saw Robbie Prieston, the number two man in the country, go on and just handily beat uh, the man from Wartburg, Joe Pins, one of the greatest wrestling names I've ever seen there in Joe Pins. But and uh, handily beat him 6 nothing. It was a tie duel after that. And then it, it, it kind of got a little out of hand here for the Cardinals after this. They, they lost the next four, the next five um, matches. To That was the six they lost. They lost at 25, and they lost the middle five and they end up winning the back half. But just some tough matches there for the Cardinals against some very good teams. Uh, Wartburg has the number two kin in the country and the number four kin in the country at 41 and 49. They have the number four kin in the country at 57 and the number three kin in the country at 65. And number one at, at 74 as they continue to go up the list. So A that's powerhouse, what, that's, to say the yeah, least. That's what the Cardinals had to deal with in the middleweights. Uh, and they held their own so well, giving up only bonus points in three of the of the five there. Um, some some nitpicky things there, but just some great hard-fought matches there for the Cardinals in the middle weights. Then we got to 84, and that's where the Cardinals came to their own. Number seven, Brock Montford, knocked down his opponent's major decision, nine to one. Cody Baldridge beat Kobe Woods five to four. He scored a takedown in the final 30 seconds after being down three to four. Now
1: in that situation, do you yell Kobe in the final after 30 he seconds? Ta- after yeah. Cody? T- I, don't, I I I didn't. I was more of like. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure sure i guess kobe isn't the first thing yeah. that comes to your mind i was like cody you hit, bur- you hit a yeah, big yeah. shot right for uh, at the uh, in the in the waning moments yeah. of a match i guess you could yell kobe
0: yeah but that was a, a win for cody bulgers there over kobe woods 5-4 that's gonna be great seating uh for the national tournament coming up and then we ended the night uh with ben bergen over um the backup heavyweight for Wartburg. they decided not to roll out their um lower ranked heavyweight than us maybe a uh strategic decision maybe some underlying causes there that i don't wanna, i don't want to get too far into uh, but it was a great night for the cardinals they won four out of the six and they actually went three and one in exhibitions as well um tying it as each team's won seven matches on the day they wrestled 14 total um so the cardinals won three exhibition matches as well so a great uh a great just general meet there. I, I would say the worst part about the trip was the four and a half hour bus ride there and the four and a half hour bus ride back. Uh, they say camaraderie is built yeah. in those moments, right, partner? Yeah. So uh number one ranked Wartburg went on to nine and zero on the season. North Central, number twelfth, now dropped to eight and one. They'll both be back in action for the NWCA National Championships, March twelfth and thirteenth in Coralville, Iowa, at the Extreme Center. I'm very excited to go and cover that as well. The Extreme Center. The Extreme. I can't wait to yeah. go Extreme. So I'm very excited for that. But it was a great, it was a good week. I, I'm not going to call it a great, it was a good week for Cardinal Wrestling because they competed very hard. Would have loved to come with the victory, but man, we're, they're so close. They are so close to that, um,
1: just that top level program. Right. I mean, and we should also shamelessly plug our last episode where you did an interview with uh, head coach of men and women's wrestling, Joe Norton. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you go back an episode and check that out. It's a timeless interview that uh, definitely has some really, really great information for you there. Uh, We'll move on to men and women's swimming, the CCIW Cup was just on Saturday. That is the the big competition, the conference tournament uh, of sorts, if you will, for swimming. It was, honestly, Luke is kind of a tough afternoon for the Cardinals in the water, but we're birds, we don't swim, we fly. Uh, but a couple of highlights to note. In the women's 200 yard medley relay, the foursome of Julia Kramer, Annika Kotner, Amelia Woods, and Savannah Catalano finished sixth with a time of a minute and 52 seconds. Uh, they finished sixth, which means they placed. There were also a bunch of teams that didn't place, So uh, they, they meddled another highlight for, for the Cardinals on Saturday in the CCIW cup, Austin blazer finished eighth. The senior, uh, his official time, a minute and 52 seconds in the men's 200 yard freestyle. And then, uh, the other highlight to note, the uh, foursome of Julia Kramer, Savannah Catalano, Annika Kotner, and Amelia Woods also finished seventh in the women's 200-yard freestyle relay. So congratulations to uh, the Cardinals for for completing their season. That alone is a huge feat this year, and to do it with no positive test for the coronavirus is, is always something to applaud. And uh, they they competed. Valiantly.
0: valiantly. <laughs> I'm glad that we both found the same thing at the same time.
1: They competed valiantly in the CCIW Cup.
0: Yeah, so congratulations on completing your season, uh, men's and women's swimming. All right, Ryan, let's move on to bowling. Women's Bowling competed this week as well. We're still waiting on their results from yesterday, but they did compete in their CCIW competition versus Augustana, Elmhurst, and Illinois Wesleyan. As we get their results, we'll update you, so make sure you tune in next next week to the Cardinal Podcast or just to at WONC Sports on Twitter. We'll retweet um, any Twitter uh, notifications or anything from the women's bowling team on how they did, and they'll be back in action Uh, March 13th for CCIW Championship Day 1. So good luck to them as they compete there. If you love everything we do here at WONC and WONC Sports, then help us keep the lights on. Go to WONC.org and click the big red donate button and help support the station you love. Every and all donations will help us bring you the best content possible. Just go to WONC.org and hit the big red button on the right side of the front page. Again, to donate, go to WONC.org and hit the big red button donate button
1: all right well let's head down the stretch we'll update you on all the happenings in cardinal sports that are coming this week on tuesday march 2nd women's basketball will go to carthage and play in the play-in game for the cciw tournament men's basketball right now is still supposed to go to elmhurst and play at 7 p.m Uh, the actual game, we're not sure if it'll happen because of the possible positive COVID test. But again, we'll keep you up to date. You can follow the WNC Sports that Lucas just mentioned mentioned on, on Twitter. And then we go to Wednesday where women's lacrosse is at Benedictine and men's volleyball has a match against North Park. On Thursday, men's basketball will hopefully be at Augustana. That would be the start of the CCIW tournament for them.
0: Yeah, that time is still to be announced for that Thursday game, so we'll keep you posted on that as well. For Friday, that's March 5th. Men's tennis is at Chicago State at 12.30 p.m. Women's tennis is at Chicago State at 3 p.m. And men's and women's track and field will host Elmhurst at a duel here at 4 p.m. On Saturday, we got women's wrestling at their national championships at 9 a.m. We have women's lacrosse starting their season at Elmhurst at 1 p.m., We have men's lacrosse versus MSOE at 1 p.m. Women's triathlon heads to Claremont, Florida, as they will travel in a plane during a COVID-19 pandemic all the way to Florida for their possibly only one event this season. That's all I have on their schedule right now. Uh, But they'll head to do a triathlon down in Florida. So good luck to the women's triathlon team. Two-time NCAA Division III national champions. And then capping
1: out Saturday, you'll see men's volleyball at Augustana at 3 p.m. Now, for the women's wrestling, uh, I know we talked a lot about them last week, obviously with Joe Norton being on the show, but uh, where can we watch that? You can watch
0: the uh, Women's National Championship this weekend uh, on Track Wrestling, which is now owned by Flow Wrestling, so it's, I don't know exactly how they're going to do it. Uh, but if you just follow NCC Women's Wrestling or NCC Wrestling on Twitter, you'll be able to see that. Joe Norton always tweets out all their stuff. He usually puts the link in the bio. Uh, for where you can watch their stuff. Um, but they're competing in Tiffin, Ohio this weekend. Or uh, they just competed in... No, yeah, they're competing at in Tiffin, Ohio, at Tiffin University, uh, 5th and 6th this weekend. Um, so that's where you can watch that.
1: And then we get to Sunday. Now, now, don't get me wrong. We love all North Central sports equally. But there is a special spot for baseball and softball in our hearts. And after a long winter... After a long summer, after a long
0: pandemic,
1: yeah, which isn't over yet, yeah. But baseball is happening again. We finally get baseball back. The season opener for North Central Baseball is Sunday, March seventh. They'll be at Wheaton playing Ripon College in a doubleheader at noon and three p.m. So that will just be any everything and anything that I'm doing on Sunday will just be revolving around. North Central Baseball. I can only imagine that Charlie Klem will be starting in one of those he games. He will start game one. And, and that is the only way to start this season uh, where the Cardinals will be having so much talent on this roster. It is insane. We'll outline some more of that on a ne- next week's episode for sure. But I mean, just to kind of tease everybody, maybe somebody out there wants to tune in. They have two players on this team this year that are being invited to the newly formed MLB Draft League which is specifically for the top prospects in all of baseball. Charlie Klem will be there. Rob Maranek will be there. But that doesn't even begin to scratch the surface on all the talent. You look at a guy like Dom Listy, You look in right field to Wojcik. I could keep going, but we have a show to wrap up. Uh, so baseball will be live at noon on Sunday, March 7th. Let's get an update on some championship updates before we wrap everything up, Lucas.
0: Yeah, I hinted at this before, but I want to specifically talk about the women's wrestling national champions that are coming up. They're coming into the championship ranked sixth as a team. They're coming in uh, with five girls seated. The first seed coming in at 123 is Asia Nugent-Smith. She is the number three seed. At 130, number four, Amanda Martinez. At 136, number eight, Abby Denny. At 155, number eight, Malia Palenuke, And then at 170, number one, uh, Elena McCoy. The women's wrestling team also has 13 national qualifiers total uh, with Kate Cacho at 101. Uh Angelina Graf at 109. Uh Sarah Martinez and Elise Leonard at 116. Uh Asia and Mateo Roel at 123. Amanda Martinez at 130. Uh Abigail Denny at 136. Reina Sledwich at 143. And at 170, Yelena. Uh, and Hannah Richard for 13 total national qualifiers for the number sixth ranked Cardinals women's wrestling team. They will compete this weekend in their national championship. That is Saturday. You'll be able to get live results for that on track wrestling, and you'll be able to watch on either track wrestling or flow wrestling. So good luck to the women's wrestling team this weekend at their national championship for men's wrestling. We'll preview their national championship a little bit more um, the next following week because that is still two weeks away but they will still compete in the nwca national championship march 12th and 13th in coralville iowa as for men's and women's basketball i wanted to get into some cciw tournament previews at wonc.org you can catch my article on the men's and women's cciw tournament preview with brackets i posted that up there but a quick rundown of that is that the 2021 and or the 2021 men's and women's CCIW tournaments uh, were announced earlier this week with the conclusion of the regular season. The women's tournament will run March 2nd to March 9th, and the men's tournament will run March 4th to March 12th. The CCIW women's basketball team, two and ten, comes in as the ninth seed and will face off against eighth-seeded Carthage, who is three and nine in the playing game at 7 p.m. Tuesday at Carthage. The winner of that game will go on to face first-seeded Wheaton, who's 11 and 1. On the men's side, they come in at 5 and 5 as the fifth seed and will face off against fourth-seeded Augustana at 6 and 4. We think maybe in the quarterfinals, uh, that's Thursday, March 6th at Augustana. The winner of that game will go on to face the winner of first-seeded Wheaton, who's 10 and 0, and the play-in game winner of Milliken, who's 1 and 10, and North Park at 3 and 10. You can find the full brackets for all of that at C- or at WONC.org. But a little broadcast note there is that WONC sports will broadcast all tournaments game hosted at North central, but currently neither team is set up to ho- to be able to host any of the games as they're both in the last half of the seeds, the women, unless there's some unforeseen circumstances will not host any of the games because of the ninth seed and would the host team will, or the higher seed will host every game. For the men, uh, if they make the semifinals and they were to face Wheaton or not face Wheaton, face one of the play-in games, we would be able to host and broadcast that game. And then if the men make it all the way to the championship and face either Carthage or Carroll, we'd be able to broadcast that game as well. But for all uh, information and recaps of those, come back to the Cardinal podcast next week or just follow us on Twitter at sports. As for the Men's and Women's Basketball National Tournament, still no news on anything from our last update. Still nothing going on there, especially with the CCIW starting to come to a close. We'd hope to hear more. We have not heard anything since, so we'll keep you updated on that as well. Uh, But the outlook right now is there might not be any Men's and Women's National Basketball Tournament this year.
1: And that brings us to the end of the show, partner. Episode 2 is in the books. And uh, I would say we did a pretty we did a pretty solid job there, partner. Maybe who knows? We'll find out. We'll see if you like it as much. I hope so. We'll see if there's any outcry yeah. on Twitter and this podcast. Now it's <laughs> terrible. <man>. Now <laughs> we didn't have an
0: interview this week, so you're just getting the 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 meat and bones of what is the Cardinal Podcast, which is which is what's important, I think, uh, of what we're doing here. But we asked you to send us questions. We asked you to send us who you wanted to interview, and you sent us Ryan Jump. And guess who we're interviewing? Coach Ryan Ryan jump, jumped. yeah so i'm not lying to you when i tell you send us your questions send us who you want on the pod we'll get them we got the connections we'll go out and
1: get them <laughs> our people know people yeah. and we should uh, give a shout out to rob Bussell, who was the uh the person who reached out and said hey would you do an interview with with coach jump and you know you ask we deliver we do you know, deliver. ask and you shall receive does that make us god I think we're more of a pizza delivery company. <laughs> we're hot and ready
0: whenever you need us weekly. Um, but that's, that's it for the Cardinal podcast um, this week. Again, follow us on Twitter at WNC sports. Find us on wherever you get podcasts. If you're listening to us right now, you're probably on some podcast platform. Tell your friends about us. Let people know what NCC all about this. Tell other alumni, tell coaches, tell coaches, Let's get this podcast Tell rolling. your moms. Yeah. Your mom will probably like this podcast. <laughs> if you like this podcast, your problem mom- will My <laughs> mom likes this yeah. podcast. My mom so your mom will well. like this podcast And too. my dad likes it as well because I know I would be remiss if I said my mom <laughs> liked it and I didn't say my dad. But yeah, thanks for joining us on the Cardinal Podcast this week. I'm Lucas Burris. You're Ryan Sartori. Bird out. That's bird out, baby. We'll see you next week.